The Gators continue a hot month on the recruiting trail, this time picking up a big-time speedster from IMG. Let's get into it right here on Gators Breakdown. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. And hey, the Gators just on fire. The month of June has been so good for the Gators on the recruiting trail. And this time, speedster Jeray Hawkins from IMG commits to the Gators. Bring it. I'm telling you, you I want speed, fast, all those. I mean, you're, you're going to hear it. This this episode, I mean, when we th- this isn't being overblown for how fast a player Florida is getting right here in Hawkins. We'll get all into it right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown, breaking down his his highlights, uh, the analysis of him from the recruiting services, and kind of you know, of course, we'll zoom out and take a look at how you know, how he fits into the class overall as well. But big time get for the Gators right here at the wide receiver spot, just because. This is something you can't uh, really teach. Uh, this uh, so hopefully you know the development goes a long way where you can fit this guy into the uh, rotation. But this this speed that he displays is unbelievable on a football field. So we'll get into it right here on this episode of Gators Breakdown. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so yet. On the YouTube version, that light, those lights go a long way. Subscribe on YouTube, your favorite podcast platform as well. Uh, and look, Gators Breakdown Plus, a lot of good on, a lot of great uh, stuff going on there as well. Great chat last week that you guys uh, got a preview of last week as well. If you want to take part in those, you can join Gators Breakdown Plus. We have those chats right there on the Discord server, and you can take part in all the all the just basic you know chat text chats that go on there. Uh, but also have those voice chats. Uh, every now and then those will be picking up too uh, of course as we get closer to the season uh, but a lot of good stuff going on there extra episodes commercial free episodes right there on gators breakdown plus and hey look all this stuff not by accident join florida victorious as well i mean of course we got we, we know florida's got to be competitive in name image and likeness florida victorious provides all these valuable nil opportunities for gators through the athletes thanks to fans who support UF Athletics, Florida Victorious is the lead NIL entity for Gator Nation, donors, and partners, and you can become part of the team by joining today. Your support allows the Gators to be competitive in NIL. To learn more, strengthen Gator Athletics, join in in helping making the orange and blue victorious. Visit Florida Victorious, link is in the description, and become a member today. All right, let's get to it, Gator Nation we got to commit. This time it is Jeray Hawkins, four-star receiver on both services, the 24-7 sports composite and the on-three industry rankings. He is 229th overall in the 24-7 sports composite, 35th wide receiver. The on-three industry rankings have him as the 233rd overall player, 38th ranked wide receiver. So you see a lot of agreement right there. In both these services, 229 overall in 24-7, 233 overall in the own three industry. Very, very similar rankings for Jeray Hawkins from IMG, originally from West Virginia. He chose Florida over Penn State. Mostly Miami was in that little mix too, uh, but mostly over Penn State. But, you know, this was, it was a Florida-Penn State battle really late here. 
He's coming off of a Penn State visit this past weekend. Penn State got a couple of wide receiver commits recently, even one this weekend. But Hawkins was trending Florida anyway. Penn State would have had to change something this past weekend on that visit. Maybe they do if they really needed Hawkins, but this could be just a timing thing and also one that Florida probably could have won out with anyway. Visited Florida back on June 9th weekend, and I probably put Florida in the lead for good. Back in uh, his junior season last year, he caught 67 passes, 1,173 yards, 14 touchdowns for a Wheeling Park team that went 7-4 and and competing in West Virginia's Triple A classification. He also got plenty of snaps at corner, was credited with eight tackles, three pass breakups, a pick six on that side of the ball per max preps. In 2021, he missed some time due to injury, but it still appeared in six games for Wheeling Park, averaged 96.3 receiving yards a game. So there's your football stats, but one off the field that you probably should be aware of. There's been a 10.37 in the 100 meter recorded this past spring out in Texas. A 10.37 in the 100 meter. F-A-S-T fast. So Andrew Ivins of 24-7 Sports offers this analysis of Hawkins, a verified burner, not only took first at West Virginia's AAA State track meet in both the 100 and 200 meter dashes as a sophomore, but also won the 60 meter dash at the Florida Indoor Championships after transferring into IMG for his senior season. Does it have much meat on his bones? Five foot nine, 160 pounds. But is a dynamic playmaker in the slot that causes plenty of issues for opposing defenses with his foot speed. Can not only run past corners and safeties on deep vertical routes, but also scoot away from would-be tacklers in the open field as he has the ability to turn quick screens and short slants into big gains with his wiggle, vision, and burst. Tracks the football well for a youngster, but a smaller catch radius isn't exactly ideal. Either is the lack of real core strength. We'll eventually need to add some body armor to a rather slender frame if he wants to become more than just a gadget player on Saturdays but the ability to create separation in the deeper third one play and then sleep, slip out of tackles on the next is worth the roster spot. Should be viewed as a potential offensive weapon at the Power 5 level that can add value as a return man. Speedy Times reportedly ran a 4.25 and a 40-yard dash at Ohio State, likely to get him looks from NFL scouts one day. High praise for the speed Hawkins displays on the field and look i mean looking at his highlights he just doesn't get tackled i mean he's just playing fast in every sense of the word i mean downfield on deep routes elusive quick short areas uh can burst through i mean if you think you have an angle on him these highlights and of course their highlights are going to show the positive but I mean, just when you think somebody at least has somewhat of an angle on it, he just outruns it. And that's, I mean, that's the type of player you're looking for when you talk about speed and just being able to create, create on his own. Get the ball in his hands and just let him go to work. I mean, he'll just burst through angles with the ball in his hands as a runner. I mean, he's just rare speed that you see here with Hawkins. I mean, effortlessly catches the ball from his body when appropriate. Uh, can, you know, track the ball in deep passes. Uh, flashes his hands at the last second to main stri- uh, maintain his stride. 
Um, versatile player. I mean, slot receiver, but he'll you'll see him take some handoffs on some jet sweeps. Uh, also shows enough positional skills, uh, you know, to reassure that you know he's not just a track athlete. He, he's a football player. Uh, his final season will be at IMG, and look, that's going to be interesting to see if it, it helps advance his game. Uh, and being around that more talent, that's only going to help him, of course. So you know, how much better can he get from going from West Virginia to IMG, the football factory of IMG, and uh, everything that they do to develop you as a football player? Uh, so I'm not sure of his high school situation at West Virginia and what type of talent surrounded him there, but of course we know IMG rolls different than anyone else out there. And they've you know basically targeted Hawkins <laughs> to bring him in uh, there to IMG. So they saw something as well. Uh, so there's a you know, there's a lot left to learn about Hawkins you know, because of this. And you know, look, thankfully, I, I think that move to IMG helped Florida really get in here. If he was still in West Virginia, uh, not so sure how the recruiting process would have worked out here. But him being in the state of Florida, which I hear he really likes, uh, by the way. So I'm saying I think that was a a, a plus one in, in looking at you know Hawkins and being close in proximity at least with IMG. Well, Florida really got in here. So, you know, of course, 5'9", 160, you need to bring that up one more time. You know, there was some wonder, you know, with, with his size, how much Florida would be interested. How, I mean, how, how a lot of big programs would be interested. How Penn State also would be interested. So, you know, there's some limitations there. Uh, but with the speed, you overlook it. Yeah, I mean, it's a it, – I mean, he was hardly touched. I mean, so if, if, if you're that speed – now, don't get me wrong. I think he can add some pounds. Uh, but you don't want him to lose that speed. You want him to be able to keep that. So – um, you know, of course, you get the Florida and develop uh, his body and be able to keep and maintain that speed. Uh, but, you know, can he play through contact uh, against quality defensive backs? You know, can he beat guys off the line of scrimmage? Does he struggle at, you know, in, with more physical play? Uh, so, you know, films largely go routes, crossing patterns. Uh, so, you know, we'll need to see. Does, does his route tree expand a bit at IMG as well? Uh, maybe to be a more full-field threat here. Uh, and... It's just winning at the line of scrimmage. I think, you know, that may not get our answer there at IMG either, but that will see what happens and what type of player he can be in college. You know, with that body size, of course, you know, guys can be a little more physical with him and he's going to have to develop in that way as well. But got to be excited when you see his highlights and that type of speed. Uh, very comparable, I think, to former Gator Brandon Powell if you're looking for a kind of a known in Gator Nation comparison. Uh, almost identical size in, in, in high school, but Powell played a lot more running back uh, in high school, so his wiggle and vision was a little more on display if you go back and look at his highlights, uh, but very similar here, but with Hawkins being a, a faster version. Uh, so uh, uh, I think that that would be the comparison um, a little bit, but um, as far as size go and, and wiggle and vision, but just overall more speed with Hawkins. So, Another storyline here, of course, that we cannot overlook is getting another player from IMG. Before Billy Napier, how long? I mean, it, it, Florida was almost non-existent at IMG. I mean, could not get in there and have some success. This is going to be, if he signs, this would be three classes in a row with a player from IMG signing for the Gators. Kamari Wilson, the first class. Najee Harris, the offensive lineman, last class. And now Hawkins. One more thing, Billy Napier is doing much better than previous Florida coaches. And now, of course, add Hawkins to an offensive skill player class that holds commitments from DJ Lagway. He's 22nd overall. Amir Jackson, 108th overall. 
Hawkins at 228, Isaiah Williams 328, the other wide receiver in the class, and Kenyon Daniels 337th overall. So there's your skill player class, and of course, Hawkins being the second wide receiver. Hawkins at 228, Isaiah Williams at 328. So 17 commits for the Gators. Only the third from the state of Florida. When you start looking at some of these storylines, we've went over this one a little bit, but you know, this is from IMG, and this is Hawkins' first season and only season at IMG uh, coming from West Virginia. So judge that how you really want. So, But it's going to be labeled as the third Florida player in this class. So interesting trend here for the skater class, of course. Six from the state of Georgia three from Florida, two from Maryland, two from Mississippi, two from Texas, one from North Carolina. So coming into the day, the Gators dropped the fourth in the 24-7 sports recruiting rankings as Ohio State surged up this past weekend uh, with, there, with some commitments heading towards them. So Georgia, Ohio State, and Michigan were ahead of Florida. Well, now Florida is dead tied with Michigan in third with a score of 262.4. Tied with Michigan with a score of 262.4, and the Wolverines have six more commitments than the Gators. Florida has about a two-point higher average than Michigan. Florida, of course, will stay in the top three in the own three rankings with Georgia and Ohio State there as well. So when you start taking a look at storylines and maybe looking down the road a little bit, after T.J. Moore committed to Clemson, we wondered... You know, who would be the next wide receiver in the class? Hawkins' name immediately came up. He was in the mix anyway. So his name came up, of course, but plenty of options add, out there to add one more after, after Moore committed to Clemson. Of course, the top target remains Jeremiah Smith, and they, and they somehow flipped from Ohio State. He's coming off of a visit there where he looks locked in. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Florida's going to keep recruiting him. Uh, but, of course, you keep recruiting others as well. Would that flip, you know... Not likely, but you keep on keeping on. But speaking of flips, you know, we followed Hurricanes commit Chance Robinson and him being a likely flip candidate after his visit to Gainesville. Uh, we're still waiting on that one, of course. Uh, it's coming off his visit to the Hurricanes where there was no mention of shutting down his recruitment. So we'll see where that one goes. I still, uh, I still think that's a one to keep an eye on. Keep an eye on, on that one. Um, that'd be my likely... Likely choice for a flip. Not saying it happens, but I, I do think there's some, still some good things there, even off, even him coming off that visit to Miami. Of course, T.J. Abrams visited his committed school in FSU this past weekend after visiting Florida last weekend. Uh, with Hawkins in the fold now, I'm not so sure I see that one working out. Uh, very similar players would play mostly the same spots. I think he got the better version anyway in Hawkins with his speed and him being a bit faster. Uh, I think now we move on from Abrams uh, and how it just played out here and getting Hawkins. So uh, we talked last week about, you know, spots starting to fill up for the Gators class, and, you know, you'll be able to start telling guys no now. Uh, and I'm not saying Abrams would have flipped from FSU, but now I just don't think it's that even much of a storyline anymore, getting Hawkins in the fold and the speed he, display, he displays on the field. So zooming out a little bit, of course, since last weekend, the Gators have been on fire. The talk of the recruiting world the last week or so 
Eight commitments for the Gators since last weekend, 10 in the month of June. I mean, just on a tear right now. I wouldn't get too hung up on numbers right now, but as we are, you know, building this class up to 17 commitments right now, start taking a look. Start taking a look. And I think originally there was this thought that Florida would have a smaller class, but it sounds like 22 to 25 could happen. You know, some roster maneuvering would need to happen to get around that 25 mark, some, some transfers out eventually. I can see it happening if Florida continues to hit on some of their top targets in the coming weeks, in the coming months, all the way up to December in early signing day. If Florida gets some of these guys that they want, some of these guys that they are targeting, I don't think Billy Napier is going to hold back and say, all right, thank you for, uh, thank you for, for coming to Florida, but you know, it's time to – now, don't get me wrong. I mean, culture is a big thing, and how he treats people is, a, is another. But I think you go back to that transition class and maybe maybe some of the reaches that were there. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, you're looking at the tight end room, and while we're still waiting for some play, I mean, there's a lot of numbers there, but just you know, not much to point to uh, as far as production there. So, you know, what is happening? You know, some offensive linemen that are on uh, this roster as well that you know, it could be um, – leaving the program one way or another. So I do think, you know, if there's some targets out there that Florida can feel good about, put in this class uh, to get to that 22-25 mark, somewhere around there, uh, some roster maneuvering will have to happen if Florida wants to bring in that many numbers. So, I mean, look, if, if not, and, and you're around that 20 mark, then I don't, there won't be much forcing out here. As we know, I think this roster needs to be built back up, leave some room for some transfer portal acquisitions as well, especially given as tough as that, that 24 schedule looks. It'd be Billy Napier's, you know, going you know, 22, 23, 24, his third season. Uh, and maybe needing some more instant impact guys through the portal as well. You need some roster spots. So I think leaving room for the portal, 22, 25 high school players, we, that roster maneuvering probably... Probably is going to happen. But, man, what a fun time. What a fun time to, to, to cover recruiting in the month of June. Didn't start out so well. A little bit of bumps in the road. But the message of, of patience was, was expressed, and um, glad, glad, glad we're, where it's at right now. Been a lot of fun. Been a lot of fun right here. Talk of recruiting the last couple of weeks right here with you guys on Gators Breakdown. All right, so there you go. There's a look at big-time elite speedster, Jare Hawkins. Cannot wait to see how he's using this offense. I mean, add him, of course, to even last cycle. Talked about where, you know, where he's at with this class. Add him to Isaiah Williams. But then with Mazel and his speed and Eugene Wilson and his speed and Andy Jean and his speed. I mean, Florida has upgraded the speed in the wide receiver room last class. And if these guys signed this class, very, very different look at the wide receiver position for the Gators and the speed they can put on the field and helping out their quarterback. So I, I can't wait to see it all develop right here. I think, uh, some nice pieces, nice pieces for that wide receiver room for Billy Gonzalez moving forward. Hopefully can add some more. Hopefully can add some big-time star power. Some big-time star power to that group. 
All right, so that'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. I am your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter, at GatorDave underscore SDC. Coming up this week, uh, Braden Gall from Athlon Sports will get back into the preseason magazine look as, the, uh, of course, those are out. And we'll really be taking a look at the Gators and some SEC storylines, some national college football storylines as well. So be on the lookout for that episode. And then Will Miles will hop back on next week as we take a look at those preseason magazines as well. So guys and girls out there, thank you for joining me on this episode of Gators Breakdown.